been more of scientific discovery, more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine than in all the ages of history. Hi everyone, this is Matt Alder. Welcome to the April Roundup episode of the Recruiting Future podcast. If you've not listened to Roundup before, it's a short review of the episodes that I've published in the last month to make sure you don't miss out on the valuable insights that my guests share. Well, I don't know about you, but after what seemed like the longest winter ever, the weeks seem to be starting to fly by now. April was over in a flash, and there was lots of great content packed into the Recruiting Future podcast. And as ever, I'm supremely grateful to all of my guests for sharing their expert insights. Trust at work has been in the news a lot recently. Whether it's Zoom fatigue caused by too many pointless meetings, companies using software to spy on employees in their own homes, or forced returns to the office. It's clear that our new world of work still doesn't sit comfortably with some employers. So how should we be thinking about trust at work now? And does rethinking our whole approach to accountability hold some of the answers on how we move forward? My guest on episode 342 was Carolyn Taylor, a global thought leader on corporate culture change. Carolyn has written a brilliant new book called Accountability at Work which offers some very practical advice on building a scalable system of accountability that will help everyone who leads a team. I've always found it fascinating to study high-growth companies and startups that are seriously scaling up. Things move at a million miles an hour, and some serious lessons can be learnt about culture, skills development, talent management and talent acquisition. On episode 343, I got to speak to Sandy Scholes, Chief People Officer at Flip, a fast-growth retail technology company based out of Toronto. Toronto is a highly competitive talent market, and Sandy had some very valuable insights to share on acquiring and retaining the right talent for a scale-up business. One thing that has become crystal clear in the last few weeks is that we really are standing at a crossroads in terms of the future of talent acquisition. Labour markets are changing, there's a rapid adoption of new technologies, and there's a reinvention in the way that we work. Lots of talent acquisition leaders are currently working out how best to strategically navigate through these changing times. And I want to be able to provide access to as much insight and guidance as I possibly can through the podcast. So who better to speak to on episode 344 than the preeminent analyst in talent technology, Josh Burson. In our conversation, we covered the state of global talent markets, talent marketplaces, talent mobility, and a host of other medium and long-term trends that we all need to be preparing for. Working at home and working alone has always been a challenge at the best of times. When you add in a global pandemic that forces millions of people to become solo home workers with no guidance or planning, it's no wonder things are tough for so many people. So what are the secrets to successful solo working? And what is the future of work and the workplace going to look like? In episode 345, I spoke to broadcaster and journalist Rebecca Seal who recently published an incredibly timely book called Solo, How to Work at Home and Not Lose Your Mind, 
Whether you're just trying to get through to the end of the pandemic, trying to work out whether homeworking is what you want to do in the long term, or considering starting up in business on your own, then I guarantee you'll get a lot of value from Rebecca's insights. In a similar vein, employees' emotional well-being should be right at the top of the agenda for all businesses right now. So what can employers do to help? And how does the support they give sit right at the heart of their employer brand and value proposition? In episode 346, I spoke to Dan Anastas, VP of Total Rewards and HR Operations at UiPath. UiPath has made their employees' emotional health a business imperative and uses several different tools and approaches to help them. As already mentioned, the growth in adoption of recruiting technology is continuing to speed up exponentially. There's always a lot of focus on the types of software that companies should be buying, but often not as much focus on the amount of internal change management involved to make the technology work within organisations. So how should companies be thinking about this and what kind of strategies should they be building? Jen Wilkes, VP Professional Services at Eightfold AI, was my guest on episode 347, and she has a tremendous amount of knowledge and experience to share around what makes technology implementation successful. We discussed why change management is so important in software implementation, achieving executive buy-in, common pitfalls and mistakes, communication strategies, and adoption planning. Back in episode 335, I published an interview where we talked about neurodiversity in the workplace. The episode generated a lot of interest, and many organisations have got in touch with me to share their stories. One that really stood out was a non-profit called Creative Spirit, which helps create integrated employment opportunities for individuals with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Creative Spirit are doing some vital work, and I was delighted that their co-founder, Laurel Rossi, joined me as my guest on episode 348 to talk about inclusivity and to bust some myths. As the adoption and sophistication of recruiting automation gathers pace, it's essential to understand its constituent parts as well as the advantages and disadvantages of automating specific recruiting processes. One area of the recruiting experience that doesn't get much attention is interview scheduling. A recently published research report from Chronify has shed new light on the impact interview scheduling has on the candidate experience. I wanted to explore this in more detail. So, in episode 339, I spoke to Adam Bird, the CEO of Chronify, about the report, and also spoke to Izzy Hung, Global Executive Hiring Lead at Forge Rock, and Ben Gledhill, Head of Resourcing at Thames Water, to get their thoughts on interview scheduling and recruiting automation in general. One other amazing thing that happened in April was the live event I ran with TA Tech. We held five panel discussions with 10 amazing speakers, exploring a range of critically important topics. If you missed out on the day, I'll be publishing each of the panel debates as separate podcasts over the next five weeks. Make sure you've subscribed to the show on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or in your podcasting app of choice if you want to listen. 
You can also subscribe to the mailing list by going to recruitingfuture.com to keep up to date with everything that I have coming up. Thanks very much for listening. I've got some amazing guests lined up for May and I know you'll get a lot of value from them. This is my show. Thank you.